I'm about to ruin something for you. Oh no, <laughs> that... is this an Ace of Base situation? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Freak Show. I'm Lauren. I'm Megan. I legitimately almost said I'm Megan. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not. We're not editing any of that. <laughs> nope. Great, I am Lauren. And I'm Megan. <laughs> Got it. I Keep know going. my own identity. Keep rolling. Um, welcome to the Freak Show. This is a podcast where we each get 15 minutes to freak the other person out with a topic we've come researched that's not a phrase. <laughs> With the topic that we've researched um, that freaks us out, hopefully it freaks the other person out, and you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, someone wins at the end. That's not relevant. It's I don't not, even know why we even but do I it like anymore. Because it. it feels like, I don't know, a nice little button. Yeah. It's, also, okay. I'm secretly super competitive, so, oh, so I have am you, keeping track. Have you been keeping track? No, but okay. I will go back through. Okay. Um, just like a, a side note. Really fun. unrelated, but I do have a cold, so if I'm na- more nasally than normal, <laughs> I might like, not be. I might sound the exact same. Who knows? Um, that's why. Yeah. When Lauren got here, she's like, I have to announce it. The listeners can tell. And I'm like, no, they can't. Okay. <laughs> they might be able to. Okay. Okay. So every episode, one person brings a drink that accompanies their topic. Mm-hmm. Megan, you brought a drink tonight. Tell us what it is. I did. I brought um, a giant can of Blue Moon. Uh-huh. Um, it is a Belgian white, a Belgian style white wheat ale. Uh-huh. It is brewed with Valencia orange peel. Are you telling me all of this I don't to know. trick me? Am I or am I not? <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's uh, established in 1995. <laughs> okay, that's enough. <laughs> um, okay. I think that you brought a Blue Moon Belgian-style white wheat ale or whatever. Yeah. Um, because you're going to be telling me about something that happened in a wheat field. Okay. Like a farm incident or maybe like some sort of murder take yeah. place in a wheat field. Yeah. How freaky would that be? Very freaky. Right. Let's see if you're right. Okay, great. Okay. Uh, okay. Rock, rock, paper, scissors? Yes. Ready? Rock, rock paper, scissors. Shoot! I have crushed Megan's scissors. I will be going first. That is fair. (laughs) I'll get my timer out. Let's cheers to Blue Moon Belgian Wheat White Ale. Clink. Clink. Mm. I like beer. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know, like, why you're always, I'm not drinking beer. Because beer doesn't like me. (laughs) Got it. Get it? I do. Okay. I've got the timer ready. (laughs) Okay. Um, Are you ready? I am. (laughs) And begin. Okay, so I feel like there's a good chance that you've heard of this story. You keep saying that you think I already know anything you bring, <laughs> and I haven't yet. It was recently in the news, is all I'm saying. Got it. Um, also, shout out to Lauren Swago for um, alerting <laughs> me to this news story. It's very fascinating. Okay, so let me paint you a picture. Great, I can't wait. It's June 1993 in my home state of Minnesota. <laughs> Go Vikings. <laughs> Go Vikings. Um, Jean Ann Childs is found murdered in her Minneapolis apartment. Oh, no. She's 35. Oh, no. She was found lying on the floor with only socks on. The shower had been running, so the apartment was flooding. Oh. She was stabbed multiple times, um, and the coroners also said that she was stabbed multiple times after she died. Um, at the time, Jean had been working as a prostitute, so there was <laughs> DNA of her killer, most likely her killer, in the apartment is the polite way of saying there was semen everywhere. 
see my like, my like, face of like, uh, are you saying yeah. semen? Yes, there was. This was 93, you said? Yeah. So okay. there was semen in multiple places that matched, and it was, like, fresh. So they're, like, the circular. <laughs> I just picture someone, like, coming all over okay. an apartment. <laughs> Whatever. Like, in the bed, in the shower. So, like, normal places. Normal places. Um, so they ran, they collected the DNA, ran it through the machines or whatever that tells them if, like, they know who they are. <laughs> you know, those scientific <laughs> terms. Um, but it didn't match anyone on file. Um, and there was, like, no other, like, leads. Right. Case goes cold. It wasn't in their system. Got yeah. it. I literally wrote in my notes, pause for dramatic effect. Okay. Let's wait a moment. Fast forward 26 oh, years. You didn't even pause. I'll add it in the edit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to ruin my 15 minutes. Okay. Although I don't think this is going to take the whole time. No. Um, okay, so fast forward 26 years. So the year now is? Now. Oh, got it. <laughs> 2019. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like... Um, Jerry Westrom is... You keep looking at me like I should recognize some of these names. I'm just like curious. No, if you have. nothing. Um, he is 53, I believe. Father of three. Minnesotan. Mm-hmm. He um, is at a hockey game, obviously, because what else do you do in Minnesota? In <laughs> I don't winter? know. You tell me. Um, and he gets himself a hot dog. He throws away the wrapper and the napkin. <gasps> and then one month later, he's arrested for the murder of Jean Ann Childs. What a storytelling thing that you just did. Thank you. Have you heard this story? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. Because of the DNA on his napkin, mm. they threw in the garbage. Right. They caught him. Science is crazy. It is. It's insane. It's insane. <laughs> He's like, oh, if I, had, I hadn't gotten that hot dog. Yeah. The one hot dog that ruined his life. <laughs> well, he ruined her life. I so. mean, that's true. That's fair. Mm. Um, so the New York Times article that Swayo had sent me was titled, Jerry Westrom threw away a, na- a napkin last month. It was used to charge him in a 1993 murder. Oh, this is just like the Golden State Killer? Exactly. <laughs> and they so... use the genealogy yeah, website. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. is this going to go into the genealogy website? Yeah. Like, oh, <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> We're going to get all about 23 in me. Yeah. So that's why um, I was telling Megan earlier that I, like, just a couple hours ago... Like, <laughs> For a minute, I was with Megan who <laughs> you're talking to listeners. <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, that I, like, reordered this because at first I was going to do it about, like, general genealogy websites being used to catch people, mm-hmm. but then I found, or remembered that Swago had sent me this article, and I was like, we can focus in on this one. 100%. 100%. I'm in. Yes. I am here okay. for it. So, um, even though, obviously, both of us know all about how... <laughs> They're using these genealogy websites. Let's let's go into it a little bit for everyone else that doesn't know. Exactly. Great. <laughs> I didn't even have to look this up, but yes, I did. This is just I from, definitely from did. Lauren's memory. She has no sources. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, since the Golden State Killer, which I did not write anything down about, but I've read a ton about. So have you read just, the book? Uh, by McNamara? Yeah, uh, Michelle. I have not. I, uh, I have a copy. You're going to borrow it. Okay, you great. give me a Michelle Obama. We're yeah, we'll exchanging Michelles. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Right. Um, okay, so, for those of you who don't know, this was, like, the first time that those, like, open-source DNA genealogy websites where people, um, like, send in their spit, basically, and then they can see who they're related to, was used to find, like, a, or solve a cold case. And the Golden State Killer was, like, murdered, raped his way up and down California mm-hmm. in the 70s. Um, and turns out he was a former cop, mm-hmm. which is, like, there's theories there, Spoiler too. alert if you didn't know that. Yeah. But you all probably know and that. So, anyway, since then, um, like, 
it's opened up this whole mm-hmm. new tool for well, investigators. He wasn't even part of the 23andMe. It was like a no, relative, and it a relative of a relative that had taken part in it. It wasn't 23andMe. There's like two open source genealogy websites. Like 23andMe and like Ancestry DNA or whatever are closed. Oh yeah, that's right. But there's two sites that people, like once you get your results from one of the other ones, you, you can, can upload them. Yeah. And it's like a way more broad um, right. pool of people. And it kind of gives them permission then, right? To yeah, like it's in their privacy. Policy um, that they can do this, but it's like doesn't have to be the person who committed the crime. Because that's when I first read it, I was like, "Why is this murderer trying to see who he's related to?" Right, he wasn't though. No, it It was was like like... a a fourth cousin or something. Exactly. Um, And so I found this statistic. Let's see. Which I would totally do that if I was part of that thing. I'd be like, yeah, go arrest my fourth cousin if they did something. Not everyone thinks that. I guess. It's kind of controversial because it's like they didn't realize when putting it up there um, that, like, they could be getting their family members in trouble. But it's like, if your family member killed a person, they're going to get in trouble. If any of my cousins are listening right now, I will rat you out. (laughs) Like, I will use my DNA to get you arrested. Watch out, anyone related to Megan. (laughs) I, my cousins were cool. We're cool, you guys. We're cool. <laughs> You're gonna be cool about it? I don't know. Okay. Um, okay. So right now, um, 15 million people in the United States have their DNA on these like open source genealogy websites, mm-hmm. um, which is like 4.5 percent of the population. But it's enough to identify 60 percent of white Americans because those are the people who mostly use these things. And they, um, people who are, like, studying this new thing are pretty sure that soon 90% of Americans with European ancestors will be identifiable on these websites, even if they haven't put their DNA up there. How crazy is science? It's insane. It's too much. We should just stop. (laughs) It's too much. Yeah, I I mean, we're not doing it. Right. No, I mean, mean, science should just stop. Oh, let's stop. You know what? We've come far enough. We're done. Yeah. We're We're done. We're good. Um... So, yeah, this uh, one site, GED Match, which more sounds like how you get a high school diploma. Right. So, I don't know. It was started by Curtis Rogers, and I don't really know, like, what the GED stands for. Okay. Maybe it's, like, GED Match, but GED is in all caps. Oh, like I don't know. Get a match? Get match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think that's it. Um, But anyway, that's the biggest one. And since um, between April and October of 2018, GED Match has solved 15 murder or sexual assault cases that had gone cold. Including this one? Including the... Um, they they haven't said yet in this case, like, which one they used or who was related to him that had uploaded when, his DNA. When was he arrested and, like, when did it happen this year? January 2019. Okay. Yeah. So this they're still, fresh. like, they haven't said yet. So we don't know any more about that case. Um, we know a little bit more. Okay. Um... Am I jumping the gun again? Yeah, I'm like really all over the map on my notes. It's like, whatever. I feel like I'm going to be done in one minute. <laughs> it's fine. It's a quick one. Um, okay, so back to Jerry. Right. Um, last year. What's his last name? Jerry Westrom. Okay. I don't know why I was like, okay, like, filed away. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> um, okay, so last year, investigators... I think, like, probably decided to reopen some cold cases. Oh, actually, I did read in one of the articles, I forgot to, like, copy and paste it, but, like, at one of the press uh, conferences with the Minneapolis police, they literally said, like, after the Golden State Killer was caught, the Minneapolis or Minnesota prosecutor was like, I bet we could have one of those. (laughs) (laughs) 
So I think they kind of went like digging yeah. a little bit to like cold cases that they had DNA samples from. Right. And they found Jean's um, case and they had some DNA samples. <laughs> wink, wink. Got it. From um, his penis. Exactly. Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and so they like... Basically, to do it on these genealogy sites, you have to, like, create a fake profile and enter this DNA. Like, that's the way it oh. is right now. Yeah. You can't just, like, get... The, oh, I guess you probably can't get a sample of your own from the other ones and just test all of it. Yeah. Yeah. So they, uh, like, entered the DNA into these open source sites, a couple of them. They haven't said which one they, like, that worked yet. And they found two possible suspects based on relatives who had, like, uploaded their DNA. Okay. And Jerry was one of the two, and he had lived in the cities in Minneapolis in the early 90s, and in 2016, he had been convicted of soliciting prostitution. So they were like, it's definitely Jerry. (laughs) Like, got ya? Yeah. (laughs) Obviously, they didn't name the other one, but I kind of wanted them to be like, don't name them, but like, tell me why you ruled them out kind of a situation. Well, maybe it was a thing, too, of, like, maybe they didn't rule them out. They got also got a napkin from a hot dog of them. <laughs> they didn't. They're like, okay, never mind. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't I would like enough. to think that they're both at the same hockey game. And they're like, two <laughs> teams. <laughs> Spread out. I, think I thought, like, eating the same hot dog, like, leading the tramp set. <laughs> yeah. And then it's so hard to know. Uh, mixing DNA. They shared a napkin. <laughs> mixing DNA. <laughs> Um, so this was all, like, at the end of 2018 is when they got these two suspects. So in January of 2019, they started following him around. Um, oh my like, gosh, waiting, basically. Yeah, yeah, they were, like, trailing him, yeah. waiting for him to, like, leave a coffee cup unattended mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. whatever. This is what happened with the Golden State Killer. <laughs> yeah, I wrote, they're waiting for him to leave his DNA somewhere, but not in a sexual way, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> what am I? What I know where your head is. Okay, cool. Um, so, you know, he's a good Minnesotan. Right. Well, he not cleans, a good Minnesotan. He cleans up his litter. But he takes him to a hockey game. Unknowingly. He doesn't know they're following him. Right. Goes to the hockey game, wipes his dirty <laughs> mouth on a napkin, throws it away, and leaves. And they swoop in they're and like, rummage through the garbage. Oh my. And it's like, how do they even know which napkin is his? Like, I, were they immediately behind him? They must have been, Because right? it literally said they, like, rummaged. But don't you think they would have to be, like, right behind him with gloves on to be like, yoink? I guess. Maybe there wasn't many people at this hockey game. Yeah. It didn't say it was, like, a wild game, so... Was it one of his kids? Because he's got kids, you said, right? Yeah, he has three kids. It might have been a kid's hockey game. Oh, my God. Sad. I know. Um, And they test the DNA. It's a match to the crime scene. And they arrest him, like, that Monday. And he's like, what? <laughs> Does it say where he got it? I don't know why, but I love, like, knowing where people got arrested. Like, where he was when Yeah, happened. like, he was walking out of a pizza hut. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to picture what's happening. I'm like... Um, I don't think it said. Okay. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Um, to be fair, he says that he's innocent. Mm, he I don't know, Jerry. He didn't know Mrs. Childs, and he claims that he didn't have sex with any women in 1993. <laughs> Which is, like, Uh, kind of a self-birth. It's like, what a year. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, wait, when did this happen? Oh, 1993. Definitely, definitely not. No, no one was sleeping with the chair bear that year. No, I had a rough... (laughs) Let me show you a picture. Yeah, I think he was, like, 26 at the time, so, like, kind of rough for Jerry. Dry spells. Dry spells. But then they, like, actually 
tested his semen against the semen that was in the apartment. It's like definitely a match. So like, how do you test? Oh, like they got some from him. How? <laughs> yeah, they asked real nice. Yeah, but like. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't know. But that's what happened with the with the Golden State Killer. They had to do a stakeout for yeah. a long time. Mm-hmm. They finally like he left a tissue somewhere, and they had been following him for like months. Yeah. And then they swooped in and got it, and that's how they caught him. And he was a dad too, living in his daughter's like basement when he got caught. Oh, really? Yeah. Spoiler alert for all of these things. <laughs> He's like a grandpa. Yeah. And he was like living in his daughter's basement, like with his grandkids when he got yeah. arrested. People are gross. Yeah. Creepy gross. I also have this, like, fun idea that (laughs) in the future, or not even in the future, like, next season of, like, CSI Miami or whatever, it's going to be, like, the detectives, like, rooting around in garbage or, like, picking out garbage. Yeah, this is going to be every SVU episode. They're just going to be, like, going into dumpsters and solving crimes. What's her name? Like, Mariska Hardigay is going to be, like, like, just rolling around in a dumpster, like, got it. Yeah. I feel like... If I ever get in a serious relationship with someone ever in my life, I'm just gonna be like, <laughs> I'm like, take this, take this DNA test, submit yeah. it. Yeah. And if you're afraid, why are you afraid? Yeah. If you're not willing to do it, let's talk about it. <laughs> Something's wrong. Yeah. I mean, this is the first time I have haven't used all of my 15 minutes, but I'm no, done. You did before. Really? Yeah. Once I before. I feel like I always get really caught. You up have 35 right. seconds, left, so it doesn't. <laughs> That's really. pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> it doesn't really. I give those 35 count seconds at all. to you. <laughs> Do we? Oh, thank you so much. I might need it. Yeah. I'll, I'm gonna stop the timer right now. Do we know when his trial is or what's gonna happen? Um, no, none of that. He did get released on bail or bond. Um, he maintains his innocence, but they're like, dude, no. Right. And like Minnesota's small towns, everyone talks. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, mm. I will uh, keep you updated. Please do, please do, please yeah. let the fans have a Google out. alert for Jerry Westrom. Oh man! <laughs> uh, all right, good one. All right, let's take a quick break, a quick drink break, another blue moon break, and, <laughs> and then I'll tell you why we're drinking blue moon. Perfect, <laughs> great. I already like finish mine. <laughs> Back. We are. Megan, are you ready to freak me out? I really feel very prepared, as okay. opposed to last week. I'm, like, I feel... a little nervous. Good. For your topic, for Great. some reason. Great. Okay. Um, 15 minutes on the clock. Tell us why we're drinking Blue Moons. And begin. Okay. I'm about to ruin something for you. Oh, no. <laughs> that... Is this an Ace of Base situation? <laughs> <laughs> something that we come in contact with a lot. Um... So it is late on the evening of August first. I love that we're painting these pictures. For <laughs> I each know. Other. I know. We're learning how to sort out. Mm-hmm. It's late in the evening of August first, two thousand seventeen. Mm-hmm. Ben Benedict. He's forty six. Mm-hmm. He's waiting for a blue line train. Oh no! <laughs> no. <laughs> you just took the blue line train. I know. I take it every day. No one, please murder me. <laughs> um, hence blue moons. That's why right. he's waiting for the blue line train at the Washington station, which is my stop. Once again, also, please don't murder me, listeners, Um, after watching a Cubs game. He's standing on the platform, hanging out, minding his own business, when suddenly a man comes up from behind and shoves him onto the tracks. No. No. Yep. Just shoves him. Like, totally unprompted. Shoves him on the tracks, yes. 
This, this is, is like I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it because like this is one of my greatest fears. Does he know the man? Oh, hold on. <laughs> so Ben falls only one foot from the electrified third rail. No. And I wrote, look that up later, Megan. <laughs> I didn't. You didn't know about that? No, like I wanted to look up like where, like what it looks oh, like and I how to tell you. Okay. You know the two that are like parallel at the same level, and, and there's, there's one, one higher. Yeah, it's and it's on the outside, one. right? Yeah. Okay. It's the one that creates all the sparks when the mm-hmm, train goes. Mm-hmm. Well, Ben falls one foot from that. He begins to quickly try to climb back up on the platform because there's a train approaching. Oh my god! <laughs> this is like imagine like we've all taken. A, Honestly, a CTA train. I feel like anytime someone walks behind me when yeah. I'm waiting on a platform, they're going like, to push me. Oh, 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 what? oh, 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 why are you there? Yeah. <laughs> walk in front it of me. It fosters a lot of distrust. <laughs> well, get ready for more. Um, he's trying to get back up on the platform. He looks up to see who, the man who pushed him just staring at him. Oh, that is terrifying. He has a blank look on his face, and he said he looked like a lion looking at his prey. Oh. Ugh. Yep. I'm uncomfortable. So, Ben tries to climb back up. The man keeps blocking his way and pointing his finger at him. What? Just pointing his finger at him as he's trying to get Not back up. Not saying anything, yep. which is almost worse. Yep. <laughs> like, say something. Who yeah. are you, stranger? Just say any words. Stranger. Just why you're trying stranger. to kill me. Um, ben calls out to others, like, on the platform for help. People gather, and the man who pushed him is boxing them out. What? And trying to block them from helping what? him. Yes. Oh! Yes. Oh my god. So finally, are you okay? No. (laughs) Finally, the onlookers, like, circle around him, and just seconds before a train barrels through, they are able to pull him up onto the platform. The man who pushes him escapes on foot. What? Yeah. Just runs away. Oh my god. Yeah. So... Wait, like, how long did that last? Do you know, like, from push to rescue, was it, like, a minute? I think it was less than a minute. Oh, my God. Because there's, like, a train, like, coming. Yeah. So I was going to say, like, what, did anybody, like, run up to the CTA worker, like, at no. the station? Was well, like- also, plus, at the Washington stop, you can see trains that's, like, two stops away. Oh, you yeah. can see it approaching. So he looked down, saw it coming, and was like, holy fuck. Mm-mm. Super fun. Yeah. I'm loving this story. <laughs> this Is great? it over? No. <laughs> Just getting started. <laughs> So, Ben said after that, he goes, quote, everybody just left. <laughs> I was just standing there with what I thought was a broken arm, so he just takes the next train what? home. He doesn't report it? Yeah. He, he Instead of calling police right away, because he's worried the guy might return. So, he's like, I'm getting out of here. Yeah, gotta get out of there. Okay, this is where stories kind of differ in this <laughs> next part. So, in the following days, police say that they tried calling Ben to file a report, and they even sent him a letter in the mail. And they heard nothing back from him. Who checks the mail? (laughs) I do every day. Okay, me too. (laughs) Okay. But, like, they heard nothing from him. So they suspend their investigation. There's no public alerts. Like, did someone else tell the police about it, and then they were trying to call Ben? Or did he call it in, and then he never responded? Well, he... I'm going to get into that. He claims that he called them, but no one answered his calls. They're saying, no, no, we tried to reach out to you, and, like, nothing happened. What? Why is is that part being weird? Right. Right. Thank you. (laughs) So, they issue no public alerts to anyone else riding trains. Like, hey, there's a crazy person just, like, pushing people onto the tracks. Oh, my God. Can you imagine, like, the hysteria being boxed out? Right. Like, being boxed. Like, no one try and help him. Just watch him die. Um, they, They don't ask anyone else for information on the attack. They're just like, okay, never mind. Done. They stop, they stop trying to contact him on August 9th. This happened on August 1st. 
the the Chicago Tribune, which is where I got a lot of this story, then contacts the police department one month later because they catch wind of what happened. Mm-hmm. So they start investigating. They post a story on its website the evening of September 6th, so okay. over a month later. And it includes an interview with Ben saying, like, hey, this crazy thing happened. Ben is claiming, like, he claims he got home, he calls 911, gets transferred to the Chicago police. They basically say, please hold. Yeah. He held for 20 minutes, and then the call dropped. He got tired. He tried calling them again. The next day, like, the call gets dropped. He's like, I'm trying to do stuff. That's no so one's answering hard me. to report a crime. This is what he's claiming. Okay. <laughs> Chicago. Trying to report a crime. Oh, wait. Is crime. this story about, like, that he made it up? No. Okay. I'm because very weird about it. Because <laughs> it's not. No, it's ha- it happened. Okay. At 10 a.m. the day after the Tribune story breaks, detectives contact the CTA... By noon, they had the surveillance video of it happening. You can see it happen. Well, that was fast. Right, because the Tribune fucking posted a story. And they're yeah. like, uh-oh, guess we should do this. The power of journalism. Exactly. <laughs> should we break a case? Yes. Great. On the pod. <laughs> On the pod. <laughs> they reach Ben by 1245, the day of the the article being posted, and they arrange to meet him that mm-hmm. evening. Of like, oh, He's like, oh, now you guys want to talk to me? Great. Yeah. He tells them all this stuff. Like, I tried calling you. All this stuff happened. Um... The police files note that the CTA found video of the attack, put it in an internal bulletin to police, and it was never shared with the public. So the police were like, oh, I guess the CTA posted something. We never saw it. So, what happened? Why did the cops never follow up? And I wrote, who cares? Let's catch this fucking asshole. Yeah. Thank you. Got it. So I've got a whole... Was it a cop that pushed him? No! Conspiracy I'm full of them. I want to do more conspiracy right. theories. Right. I get it. I get it. You won't. Okay. So, two days after the Tribune story, photos and a clip of the CTA video are distributed to the news media, and they do a community alert. This has happened, like, a month later. So this guy mm-hmm. probably fucking thought he got away with it. Yeah. And it's like, hey, everyone, this dude's shoving people on the tracks. People? Well, perfect. no. Just that one. Spoiler. Um, <laughs> the next day, they try and look through venture card information to see if they can catch who he is. The CTA tells them that the information is purged after seven days. Good to know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> do whatever you want after seven days. They yeah. can't tell. If they haven't caught you in seven days, you're good to go. You're fine. Then, two days later, a woman calls detectives and says she used to date a man named Chad Estep. And she is sure that he is the guy in this video. She's like, I dated this guy. We're not dating anymore. We broke up years ago. That is him. Because of how he looks or because she knows he would push someone onto a track? (laughs) Probably both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, She gives them his full name, date of birth, so they can start running records. Um, They search online for him, and they find on thenot.com... Oh, (laughs) Chad's getting married. He is. Um, The site has tons of pictures of him and his soon-to-be wife as they're planning their wedding. So they're looking at these pictures. Wait, can I have another theory? Uh, oh, why not? Jesus. <laughs> Is the wife having an affair with that guy who we pushed? No. Okay. I shouldn't answer these questions. How much time do I have left? Uh, Damn it. Six minutes. Oh, that's... Oh, this is going great. <laughs> so the they have this The Knot website. They have these pictures of him. At the same time, various people are coming forward basically saying it's Chad. Chad. They're seeing these pictures. They're seeing all this stuff. Coworkers and close friends all say they're pretty confident it's him. They're reaching out. They say he's been acting kind of funny lately. And he knew he needed a lawyer. 
But he was, quote, waiting until he began his new job to turn himself in. What? Why? Because all this his, footage is out of him. Well, why was he waiting until he started a new job? Exactly. I don't know. Just because, like, his new job has, like, better lawyer The benefits? I don't know. <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't want to inconvenience my new gig. Yeah. It's like, no. What? I don't know. Maybe he's working, got a super so sweet job. it was Chad. It was Chad. Um, yes. Police comb his phone records when they, they haven't approached him yet. This is also kind of like a weird police detective yeah. thing, so we're doing a police episode. Yeah. Also, like, he's not doing people who are named Chad any favors. No, <laughs> not at all. They already have a pretty bad reputation. Um, I'm going to tell you all about his at the Not website later, too, because I looked it up and it's still online, <laughs> bitches. Is he still getting married? Uh, oh, he got married before this happened. Oh. The Not website was oh. just still live. Okay, okay. So police then comb his phone records. They see that in his phone records, he got a call at 11.39 p.m. the night of the attack. Mm-hmm. He, that was just moments before the attack happened, so they check the tapes, the suspect picks up his phone at exactly 11.39pm to answer a phone call. So Ooh, they're like, oh. Yeah, that's definitely him. We got him. Yeah. Chad is arrested on October 9th. His, in his pockets are handwritten notes that, quote, appeared to be instructions and information on what to do if he was placed in custody. What? He's just carrying around. He's, he's like, like, any day now I'm going to get arrested for this. He's like, I'm just going to, oh, new pants. Do you think he's had those in his pants since the moment he did it? Yes. Just like, gotta change my pants, gotta put these new notes yeah. in my pockets. <laughs> like, whatever. His, like, wife puts her hand in his pocket to be like, all cute, and she's like, what? What? Um, honey? Honey. He's like, don't worry about it. Yeah. Don't worry. Hey, newlyweds. Sh- newlyweds. Sh- 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 <laughs> Let's just joy- enjoy Jamaica. It's fine. They're on the honeymoon in my mind. <laughs> his notes are in his swim trunks. Got it. Cops do a lineup and uh, with Ben. And Ben's like, uh, it's that guy. Like, it's that one right there. Sorry to waste everyone else in this time, in this lineup's time. Right, it's exactly it's that man. Yeah. Like, look at his eyes. He's charged with attempted first-degree murder and aggravated battery in a public... Oh, I wrote that wrong. I'll figure it out later. It's like, and first, an aggravated battery in the public way? Is that a thing? I, I, did, so. I wrote it wrong. And he's charged. Yeah. He's um, guilty as fuck. So the next day, he's ordered held in lieu of a uh, $200,000 bond. That's a lot. His wife writes a check to get him out. Dang. He's given the usual, like, conditions. It's like, no drinking, no illegal drugs, like, give, give us all your firearms, blah, blah, blah. There's no indication in the court records that he is barred from using the CTA. So he can still ride the train. What? Even though he is no. busted for pushing someone onto the tracks. No. I'm getting grossed out just talking about it. <laughs> is he still at large? No. <laughs> so, a little bit about Chad. I just want to get into this of who he yeah. is. He's a recent doctoral graduate in neuroscience from Northwestern University. So he's very smart. He's a very smart man. Maybe too smart. Yeah, probably. He's like, I can't, I can't deal with this world. Yeah, a little bit of a psychopath. Yeah. He's 34 when this happens. He lives in an apartment with his wife in Wicker Park. Uh-huh. They're those cute Wicker Park couples. And then I wrote, his pants are so tight in his pictures on the not.com. Stop. <laughs> They're so tight. Like, I love that that's like the third piece of information you give me about him. His, He's smart. He's mm-hmm. married. 
pants are so so tight. tight. Well, also maybe it's like he didn't have enough blood. But like could be. He was so. I was talking to him with a friend about this story that I might cover it, and so she went and researched it like herself the next day, and she sent me the pictures, and she goes, "Do you think that's maybe why he pushed him? Because he was so mad about how tight his pants are in these pictures." I'm like, oh my god, you're right. So uncomfortable. Right. <laughs> Shout out to Amanda Weinberger, because that was a great joke. <laughs> so in the footage, you can see him like he looks like he's drunk. Totally. He hops the CTA turnstile. Oh, so like, even if they had the records. Exactly, Ventra. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. He's leaning up against a pillar before it happens, and he just watches Ben, like moments before the attack. Uh-huh. He's just leaning against a pillar, just like staring at him. Like, I'm gonna push you. Can I say something that might be controversial? Great. Oh, no. Wait. (laughs) I've maybe had the thought of, like, what would happen if I just pushed someone onto the tracks before. I can't. (laughs) I can't. Because also... I really related to the moment of him leaning and looking, and I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. But I would never in a million years even start to do it. I'm just going to tell you that's not controversial. We've all thought that. Okay, thank you. Everyone has thought that. Of like, what if I just pushed you right now? Yeah, maybe not always like onto a train track, but just like off a curb. Right. Just like over at the grocery store. You know what I mean? Oh, always. (laughs) What if I I just pushed you? But he was thinking it in front of a train and actually did it. Yeah, no. And That's just crossing then, a line. Right? And then boxed people out. Yeah, no. And he then, thought about it, he did it, and then he he followed through. Right, and then he ran away because he knew what he did was bad. Yeah. Fucker. Okay. So he pled guilty. He's like, of yeah, course. sorry. His lawyer tried being like at first, like, you can't tell him that video if it's him or not. And No, it's him. Yeah. I'll show you the video later. Not of him pushing, just of him hopping the turnstile, because I can find that. He was sentenced to three years in prison. Okay. And I wrote, which I assume he is currently still serving? Yeah. I don't know. Because this was in 2017? 2017, yeah. The, and then it's also said that the two did not know each other. Shit! How much do you love? Well, I had a bunch of other instances. I have, I have three other, like, quick little stories of people that got pushed on the train <laughs> No, that's, that's not necessary in any way. Are they all from Chicago? Yeah, of course. Oh, my God! There's a lot on the blue line and then a couple on the red line. I remember um, reading about one, like, last year. Yeah, a lot of these are really current. Let me just finish this one. Like, the two did not know each other. There was... The motive for the attack is still unknown. I feel like he just snapped or something. He was just drunk. It was stupid. But, then, um, but I feel like the part that makes me think, like, it was more than just a drunk thing was the boxing out. Right. You, but, like, maybe made a drunk mistake and then... real And like, then he blocked people from, like, trying yeah, to help no, him. It's like, no. no. I found four others. I can tell you about them later, but they're all from 2018. 2018 was a big pushing on the tracks year. No, I don't need to hear about them. I feel just like make... I already read about one, okay. and that was enough for me. Okay. You didn't read about one. I did. No, I mean, like, I remember reading oh, one about last year. Got it. I was yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. I just read this to you. <laughs> you're forgetting. No, I am Megan. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I was like, remember, you're not me. <laughs> Jesus. I get one cold and I've like Jesus accidentally Christ. switched bodies with you, but only in my brain. <laughs> I'll show you the other side. Um, All right. Oh, wow. So well, I'll never uh, ride the train again. Thank you so much. How are you going to get around? Because that's all Buses. we do. You can't push someone in front of a bus. You can't. Have you seen a million movies where that happens? Mean Girls. That's just one. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. Okay. I'll just stay in my home. I just I just titled the CTA push. <laughs> I didn't know what else to call it because I had all the other ones. Yeah. Nice. That was a good episode. Yeah. Really freaky police investigation. Right? That like, was like weirdly aligned. Sometimes it happens. It happens a lot. I'm yeah. binding with us. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, great beer. Yeah, good I love beer. A blue moon. Um, I, I won. Like, yeah. Okay. Because we can't ride 
any public transportation Never anymore. again. Like, our lives have changed. Ever since researching that, like, I'm waiting for the trains to take it every morning, and I'm always, like, looking around, like, oh my You're, god. You're, like, back against, like, a pole, like, no one's fucking touching <laughs> like, me. Like, this could be it. This just could be it. <laughs> I mean, that's at all times of every day for me, okay. so I nice. feel good about it. All right, good. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Um, Rate, review, subscribe. Yes. Follow Everyone. us on Instagram, The Freak Show Pod. Um, we don't do much on Facebook. We will. But we're there. Let's do it. Okay. We see it every week. Um, freak underscore pod on Twitter. If you have any topics that freak you out, mm-hmm. they probably freak us out. Email us at thefreakshowpod at gmail.com. Great. Going on a high note. Lauren, you got a good one yeah, for us. Yeah, a fun one. I'm excited. Um, so I just read this article on Vice about a little town in Florida named Wilton Manors. It's like 11,000 people. What a cute little name. Yeah. It's um, near Fort Lauderdale. And in 2018, they became the second city in the country to have um, an all-LGBTQ identifying city government. Mm. So it's like five people, the mayor, the vice mayor, and then three commissioners. Is there a vice mayor? In this town. Okay. I don't know if every town Do we have one? one? I think we have like, I don't know, I was going to say a lieutenant Eh. governor. We'll look into it later. That's state level. Okay. Anyways, um, (laughs) so they're just basically, in this article it was like, like, awesome that we're all LGBTQ, but really like, we're just here to run our town with like, smart, progressive programs. They're like, working really hard to address climate change, like they're doing all the good stuff. But there's also a rainbow flag flying over City Hall. There's police cars with rainbow stripes and the words policing with pride. Oh my god, I love this. And my favorite part was that the mayor summarized his sentiment about his town with a Lady Gaga quote, (gasps) which was, no matter gay, straight, or bi, (laughs) lesbian, transgender life, we're on the right track, baby. Oh my god! I'm so happy. (laughs) So, great job, Wilton Manors, Florida. Florida? Mm -hmm. Way to do something right. Exactly. You're really (laughs) redeeming yourself. Good job. Well, yeah. that is a great high note. Yeah. I feel really good about it after that whole thing. Me too. Great. All, All right. right. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week. Later, freaks. Later. Later.